the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will through prayer. You know, the church talks a lot about love. We talk about the love of God, about the goodness of God, about the kindness of God, about the faithfulness of God, and even the forgiveness of God. All those things we talk about, but we talk less about the power of God. We talk less about the power of God and much less about demonstrating the power of God. And really, real love, real love is not what you just talk about. It's what you do. Yeah, we talk about love. But love is not what you just talk about. It's what you do. And same with power. Power is not what you just talk about or speak about. It's what you perform. So when Moses got to Egypt and the magicians of Egypt took power. And Moses took power. Now you got to demonstrate power. Huh? And Moses had to demonstrate power. And they also demonstrated power. And Moses demonstrated power. And they also demonstrated power. It was a display of power. You know? But at the end of it all, the power of God swallowed up the power of the devil. The people of God have got to have power and demonstrate power. Have got to have power and express power. But if we have not experienced power, we can't express power. We have to experience power in the place of prayer to express power in the public space, so to say. Power is not for professing the performance. Power is not for professing but performance. In the same vein, that is, just as love is not what you talk about, it's what you do. And power is not for professing but performing. Prayer is not what you talk about. You pray prayer. You pray prayer. We pray prayer. We do love. We perform power. Did you get that? We pray prayer. We do love. We perform power. So in order to avoid powerless talk, we have to be prayerful people of God. In order to avoid powerless talk, powerless talking about the power of God, we have to be prayerful people of God. You see, we can't effectively express, expand, and establish the kingdom of God on earth without power, the manifest power of God. And indeed, we can't experience nor express the power of God without prayer. Line upon line, precept upon precept. A little here, a little there. And I hope you have it all together. We can't effectively express, expand, and establish the kingdom of God on earth without power. The manifest power of God. And indeed, we can't experience nor express the power of God without prayer. Remember, your exposure determines what? Your experience. Your exposure determines your experience. And your experience determines your expression. And your expression makes impression. Prayer is the means by which the power in the word of God is released through us. 
Prayer is the means by which the power in the word of God is released in us and through us. Prayer is also the means by which the power of the spirit of God. The first one is the power in the word of God. This one is the power of the spirit of God is released through us. Now, this is how it works. If you expose yourself, so to say, to the word of God and the spirit of God in the place of prayer, you will experience the power of God. You won't only experience the power of God, you will express the power of God. And certainly, an expression of the power of God in your life will make an impression in the hearts of people, in the hearts of men, establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will through prayer. That is what the Lord is speaking to us on. So we can't speak of the kingdom of God without power. Why? Because kingdom means royal power, royal authority. So how can you speak of kingdom? How can you say you have a kingdom? How can you say you are in a kingdom and there is no power? You've got to have power. So if we have been delivered from the power of darkness and transmitted to the kingdom of the son of his love, we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and we are now in the kingdom of God, we got to have power because we are in power. We are in the kingdom of God. We are in power. The power of God ought to characterize your life. Ought to be the display, the profile of your life as a Christian. So you can't speak of the kingdom of God without power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Kingdom matters are power matters. Kingdom matters are not small matters. They are not kiddie stuff. They are not children's stuff. They are for matured ones. We can't effectively express, expand, and establish the kingdom of God on earth without power. The manifest power of God and prayer is the means by which we experience and express the power of God. You see, you need power to set up a kingdom and establish it. You need power to set up a kingdom and establish it. We need power to set up the kingdom of God on earth and establish it. That power is given through the Holy Spirit at the altar of prayer. So let's see how Jesus taught these kingdom principles to his disciples in Acts chapter 1. Jesus taught these kingdom principles to his disciples in Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandment to the apostles whom he had chosen. And verse 3 says, To whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking to them of the things concerning the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, and you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth." Establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will through prayer. 
Jesus started the kingdom of God, setting up the kingdom of God. Now he's commanding his disciples to continue the work. Jesus didn't leave them with money to continue. He didn't leave them with you know, a big bank account or a big purse of money. No, that's not what he gave them. He didn't give them connections with you know, this person, that person, political connections, no? social connections. No. What did he give them? The Holy Spirit. What did he give them? The power of God. That's what he left them with. Because it's only the power of God that could continue the work, that could continue what he started preaching. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And he wanted them to continue preaching the kingdom of God. And if you're going to preach the kingdom of God, it has to be with power. Because the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. How can you preach the kingdom of God without power? It's got to be with power. So he had to leave them with power. He had to give them power to continue the work. So in Acts chapter 1, verse 1, it is said, Of all that Jesus began to both to do and teach, doing before teaching, doing comes before teaching, doing comes before preaching. Amen. It's what you do that you preach. You preach what you do. If you are doing it, then you can preach it. If you are doing it, then you can teach it. You can preach it. That's the first thing we see there in verse 2. After he through the Holy Spirit had given commandment to the apostles whom he had chosen. You see, he said, he through the Holy Spirit. He through the Holy Spirit. So if you are a kingdom person, you don't act alone. As a kingdom person, you don't act alone. You act in unison. You act in unity with others. So Jesus acted with the Holy Spirit. Jesus walked with the Holy Spirit, hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, with the Father. If you are a kingdom person, you walk together with others who are in the kingdom. Remember, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Husband and wives cannot be fighting. Husband and wives have to work together. You can't say, oh, I see. I'll just do my own thing. You do your own thing. We have no problem. You do your own thing. I do my own thing. It's not going to work. You've got to work together. That's when it will work. So Jesus walked with the Holy Spirit. You don't act alone. You don't stand aloof. You stand with others. That's why the scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not just I wrestle, it's we. All of us, we wrestle not against flesh. We have to wrestle together. Not one person can stand against the powers of darkness. You've got to be in unity with others. You see, when trouble came upon Daniel and his fellows in Babylon, what did he do? He went to his friends and talked to them and said, we've got to pray. And they prayed together. He didn't just receive the message and say, oh, I can do this alone. Let me just go and pray on my own. I can pray on my own anyway. There are times in your life that you have to consult with others. You have to contact others in the family of God, in the church. Hopefully you have a church. Hopefully, you know, it's not online that you attend church. Hopefully you have a pastor. Hopefully you have brothers and sisters that you can run to 
and say, let's pray, let's fast together. That's because you have seen their face, you have touched them, they know you, you know them. So, Daniel called on his friends and said, let's pray. And something happened when they prayed together. So, you don't act alone in the kingdom. You act in unity. You work in unity. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.